Colossians chapter 3, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is alive, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all Christ is all and in all. Amen. We thank God for his word. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. The text, I remember in my old church, the pastor read that text all the time. And after a while, we all got tired of it. Um, It's like the pastor I heard, he said he preached fornication every Sunday. And finally, the members sent him a delegation. So, Pastor, is there anything else in your Bible that you can preach? He said, why don't you start preaching fornication? He said, when you quit doing it, then I'll quit preaching. (laughs) All right. He kept reading it to us, and we never understood it. But God said, 
This is a, a new season. It said you will grow spiritually. And suddenly, I read a text that I've known all these years, and I understood so many things from this text. Even this text solves racism. It's in there. It gives you a, through, a, a true metering device or measure of the church of Jesus Christ. Because Paul wrote these things by the Holy Ghost, not from the mind of man. Amen. I saw clearly from verse 1 why we haven't made progress as the church of Jesus Christ on the earth. Why our lives are ordinary. Why we are not able to enter into the things that belong to us that should make us superior to the unsaved. Amen. Yes, sir. <clears throat> if I go to the latter part of the text, he says that the new man that I became when Jesus entered my life, he said that new man is renewed through knowledge. And you can tell that that new man is renewed, that after you have that experience, now when you look at people, there's no bond, there's no free, there's no Scythia, there's no Greek, there's no... He says everybody, you start seeing everybody in Christ. Amen. No colors. Amen. Don't you see that the church is nowhere near? Amen. Church is nowhere near what God you know, ordained and planned. The denominations will collapse. He said, the new man is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. He said, when I begin to experience this transformation, something happens to me. And you can tell it by how I relate to people. Then Jesus, the kingdom of God, the family of God becomes the primary thing. This is the war I've been engaged in since I've been ministering in America. The family is over the family of God. People dug out people in the church, but they hold their family dear. Yes. And God said to me, ask them, do you know if these your family members are even going to heaven? Amen. But the people you're dogging out are people whose names are in the Lamb's book of life. He says, if ye be risen with Christ. Somebody said years ago, it should be since you are risen with Christ. Now that's a better translation. Because once you are born again, you have experienced resurrection. Amen. Amen. Your dead human spirit was caused by the Holy Spirit to come alive. Like a television on with the remote control. Now you can reach God again. That's what the unsaved don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean born again? You see them talking about buildings that have been born again. Hey, you can only use that term because you don't understand resurrection. That God can cause a dead thing to come alive. Okay. So now watch. He says, if or since you 
have risen with Christ. Jesus never sinned. Death was imposed on him Amen. with his permission. Amen. Otherwise, it would have been impossible for him to die. Yes. Because the wages of sin, and if you haven't sinned, you can die. That's why he said, this is my life. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it up again. Hallelujah. So the nails did not kill him. But when he saw that everything written in the prophets had been fulfilled, then he remembered, okay, that, that hyssop test and vinegar. He said, I thirst. And they rushed and brought the hyssop and the vinegar. Because the hyssop is what Moses used to dip in the blood, to anoint the entire nation, the Torah, the altar. And there's no way his sacrifice will be complete without the hyssop. <laughs> Come on, I know you're hungry, but I'm preaching better than yourself. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Amen. You see now, to show you that he didn't die naturally. It's okay, it is finished. He said, Father, into your hand. He released his spirit to God. And then he died. No nail killed him. He could have still been there. Till now. Because he, can't, he couldn't have been able to die. Now watch. He said, now, since you have experienced that thing. He said, you should seek things that are above. Watch. He said, the reason you seek it is that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And I saw immediately that this is why the church is ignorant, powerless. He said, we should pursue the things that belong to us, that Jesus is praying out. At the right hand of the Father. Amen. All the mysteries, all the deep revelations, power, miracles, everything that will come from that. He said that's what the church will be pursuing. Amen. But now, we found out about prosperity and we started teaching people witchcraft. Yes. Mind over matter, visualize. Yes. Paste on the refrigerator. Do this. I said things that should serve you. When you're a son of God, things serve you. You don't pursue anything. There's no place in the word of God you're told to pursue material things. Absolutely not. So, he says, since you have experienced this privilege of supernatural birth, you should start pursuing the things that belong to you at the right hand of the Father. Immediately my eyes opened. I said, this is where all our spiritual growth will come from. The things that have been sitting there all these years that the church is ignorant about. Hallelujah. The revelations, the angelic ministry, eh? the depth of glory and power. It's all at the right hand. 
He said, these are the things we should pursue. To have kingdom power to rule. That's where the spiritual growth God is prophesying about will come from. When we leave the mundane. We leave the mundane. And ascend. Hallelujah. We tap into power. Hallelujah. We tap into communion. Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. The Bible said that when Moses came down from the presence of God, even his skin was shining. And the people had to put a cover on his face so they can look at him. What will happen to us if we pursue what belongs to us at the right hand of God? Ooh. I said, resurrection, we think we have done well. We haven't seen. That's where all the power will come from. All the miracles will come from. Ooh, glory to God. I remember in the 70s when T.L. Osborne came to Nigeria. And after the first night of the crusade, the newspaper published a headline. Marvelous, stupendous. You got this hippie looking white folks. And you remember, those of you that were alive then, the, the, the lapel of the suit or jacket uh, is almost hanging off your shoulders. It was so huge. Huh? In Nigeria, they call it bongo trousers, you know, the, the baggy pants. Uh -huh. And then they were wearing platforms. Hmm? Huh? <laughs> and you are wondering, are these preachers or... And T.L. Osborne comes out there and says, if God doesn't work miracles here tonight, I'll throw away my Bible. Because there is nothing that Satan has done here. That means anything. You will see God turn them. That's when you have found what belongs to you. At the right hand. Resurrection house. Are you ready to go? Hallelujah. At the right hand. <laughs> we quit praying about money and all these things. And start pursuing what will bring the money, what will bring the power, the miracles, the signs, the wonders. It's all at the right hand of the Father. He says, seek it, seek it, pursue it. And the church is not even interested. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm appetizing you to be interested. May your prayer life change forever. I am so excited. If we find it. Mm -mm. When we find it. 
what will you and I become? How will God be relating to us? What miracles will be showing up? I rejoiced about how Marissa Rulo left the earth because the way things were going to end up would have been very sad after all those miracles and massive crusades and hey, power. And then when they come back to America, you don't recognize them. They're on television raising money. <laughs> But anyway, those things happened in the 70s, so I, I saw them here in the 80s and, and upward. But at the, the last uh, Kenneth Copeland's pastor's conference I attended, Marcelo came. The reason he came was, just like Asa, he was diseased in his feet. And he was just waiting to die because uh, the healing wasn't manifesting. And I didn't know what the, what the problem was or why there was no cure. And Kenneth Copeland said, there is no way Marisarula will die like this. And he prayed and, 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 you know, charged up and got in his plane and flew to San Diego and went to Marisarula's house and walked in the door and came in the room and said, Jesus Christ makes you whole. Amen. And Morris Aruno's leg, he pulled up his pants, said, look at the scar. The legs was healed instantly. And he went back to the airport, got in his plane, and flew back to Texas. But watch. He said when he got back to Texas, he called back to say that he got there and Marcelo wasn't at home. He said, where is he? He said, he's already at the airport on his way to his next crusade. <laughs> as soon as he experienced, he said, hey, don't cancel that meeting. I'm coming. And he finished his course in victory. Hallelujah. May that be a portion in Jesus' name. What we need for glory for, that's where we'll get it from. We suffered some reversals this week. There were elections yesterday. We've been making decrees. They shall not find the vote. But they found a vote in Ohio. They've enshrined uh, abortion in the state constitution, and it passed. Then, I don't know, is it Virginia or whatever? The Democratic governor got reelected, fighting for the right for abortion. And people were saying, we don't believe in abortion, but we don't believe that it's the government's right to tell a woman what to do. You see how ignorant Satan will slither in and cause God's people. <laughs> I said the church in America is all lost. I hope anybody will be raptured from here. Because the, our thoughts are humanistic. 
Circular. That's why people will be supporting the Palestinians. All the news media is designed, all the news you hear is designed to make Israel look bad. While the Palestinians have been doing all this evil. Eh? I know one young lady, 20 years old, I think from Georgia, is it not from Georgia? Eh? And this Palestinian came and stabbed her to death. But if an Israeli does it, it makes network news. Why didn't they read the young lady, the, the news about her in the network news? But they only read it on the local one. The church is lost. I'm encouraging you tonight. Your prayer life just entered a new season. And a new journey. I'm going to be seeking the Lord and nothing else. Hallelujah. Let me tap into what belongs to me from your right hand. Let, let the secrets of the kingdom, the power of the kingdom, the glory of the kingdom come into my life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We receive a new assignment, Lord. May we see mountains collapse, valleys exalted, strongholds break. Hallelujah. May we ascend the mountains of God and experience power and authority in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beloved, the word of God commands you and I to seek those things which are above where the Lord Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Do you know the Bible teaches that he is making intercession for us? And then the book of Hebrews comes and adds to it. He said that he ever lived to make intercession. Secondly, he says, he's able to save us to the uttermost. Through his intercession. Wow. <laughs> so my job is to pursue what he has prayed out for me in the Father. Not these mundane things that we are chasing after. No, you'll be amazed at what miracles will happen. Signs and wonders will be wrought. When you forget what you are talking about. And just start seeking him and waiting on him. And glory begins to permeate you. And all of a sudden his face starts getting brighter in your spirit. And whom You find yourself in realms. <laughs> and God will tell you, okay, I've made you this. I remember being uh, in Benami, Bahamas. And when I got to the hotel room, it was just across, this is the ocean, there's a road, and then the hotel. I said, what do I need air condition for? I opened the window, the beautiful breeze. The water in that place is amazing. The ocean is pure blue. And the wind blowing into the room. And as I got on my knees to thank God for the service, and we just had a great service, he said, I've made you a watchman. <laughs> 
everything changed in my life. I didn't know what he meant. But all of a sudden, I'm brought into a realm where God started talking to me about what's going on in America, what his agenda is, what he wanted me to do, and how I will participate in his agenda in America. He changed everything. He changed everything. God will father you. He's the father of spirits, not the father of your head. He fathers your spirit man to bring you into this place where you will be useful for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen and amen. Ooh, I wanted to shout, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> yes, you will experience glory in Jesus' name. Ooh, I love these teachings and this series. It's all glory, supernatural releases of grace. Call today, 770-9943-777. As the Holy Spirit is instructing me, put a seed in the ground. Sow your seed now. He's talking to you. Stop hesitating. Stop judging. Stop waiting, you know, for those you like. Obey the Holy Spirit and see miracles happen. Obey the Holy Spirit and see signs and wonders break forth. In Jesus' name. Those of you that have sowed before, sow again. Sow again and again. Make it a constant supernatural flow. You become a multi-millionaire as you obey God. It's not the amount you give. It's the obedience to him that causes the miracle. That's why we make sure our offerings are accurate. God responds. Yes, we know that that seed will produce in Jesus' name. Obey him today. All the facilities are in front of you. Do it. It's on screen. Obey it. Follow through. The miracle will break. In Jesus' name. You have to fight against the unbelief in your heart. The thoughts Satan fires off to challenge the faithfulness of God in your life. <laughs> I tell people God doesn't pay every Friday, but he pays. He moves in seasons, seasons, seasons. Amen. This week has been so full of glory and grace and miracles. Don't let it pass you by. Go back. Go to YouTube. Find the voice of resurrection. Watch, watch it again and again and again. God will bless your life and lift you up. If you're in the Atlanta area, Sunday morning is a glory encounter. Come and worship with us. God will bless your life and strengthen you and turn everything around. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.